Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com. Yes, welcome back to Tradies. Sam McClure and Mitch Cleary. Each week we chat the trading, the buying, and the selling of AFL players. I feel a little bit like Damien Hardwick. It's nearly Christmas. (laughs) All the presents are under the trees. This is episode 30. And finally, after all the smack we've been talking (laughs) during the year, Mitchell, it's coming to fruition. The trade period. Welcome to you, Chief. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. This is the one at the start of the year I would have penciled in as the episode. We're just on the eve of trade period. As you said, the presents are under the tree. We're out to unwrap them. This is when it's go time. Two weeks to go until the end of the season yeah. and clubs are in full swing. Forget about the footy. The grand final's done. Now it's about the trades. Now, I did welcome you as chief. We're recording on a Tuesday night, which we regularly do. Yep. Thank you for making time for me, by the way. We seem to be changing the episode. Good to be face-to-face. Record for, just for you. Um, I don't watch Seven News because I'm on air. Yeah, you know that. If I if there was any news I would watch, it would be you, of course, Channel Nine in front. But um, you'd have it on in the studio. I'd, so have, while you're I'd, I'd have it on. Yeah. Is it true that today was your first day as chief, and they didn't throw to you as chief? Uh, today is my first day as chief. Yes. And how were you welcomed? Uh, I was welcomed by my name. I think <laughs> we've got a we've got a few uh, that is few di- hoops to jump through. Yeah, that is disrespectful, and I, I will I will fight for my man, the chief. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't been pumping it up on the podcast enough. Well, I'll just have to. Re- re- yeah, you, right. you plenty more to- days ahead in that role. So, uh, well, let's just hope gotta, so. Just got to keep breaking, uh, <laughs> keep breaking stories. Not a good start. How was your grand final day? Good, 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 good. Worked in the morning for the AFL. Yep. Just did a few hosting gigs for them. Actually, I interviewed your man, Damien Hardwick. Oh, he was as good as I've ever seen him in the media. Relaxed. Unbelievable. And I said, you know, how's life on the Gold Coast? And we talked about how, you know, you stalked him to Italy and, you know, tried to see what flights were on. But then I said, how was this on mic or off mic? No, on mic. Um, and there was a little icebreaker there for you. Yeah, I said, how's life on the Gold Coast? And he said, well, it's funny, you know, he, I think his house is near Burley Pavilion. It's good to know for future. <laughs> right. And he said he's walking on the beach um, with his partner, and, or he might have been by himself. And anyway, he's walking on the beach and this couple coming the other way stop and say, hey, do you mind if we get a photo? Oh, everything he moved up there not to experience. And he was like, yeah, 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 no worries. And so he grabbed the phone, put it in selfie mode and got in between them. They had no idea who they were. Oh. They were like, actually, we want you to take a photo of us <laughs> and the beach in the background. That's great. And the whole crowd lost it. Like he he was unbelievable. Anyway, he look, he seems refreshed. So it's good news for the Suns. Any list trade nuggets for us out of that chat? No, I wasn't going to ask him that in front of – these, so we see you on these assignments mods. for tradies. And you, you, don't send me, you don't send me on anything. <laughs> that was a little gig for little old me. Oh, okay. How was your grand final? I went to the Clubby Sports grand final breakfast. Lunch. I heard I'm not it was sure massive. It was pumping in there. Right. I reckon they can sell that room three or four times over next year. Think grand final, North Melbourne grand final breakfast. Yeah. But for a younger crowd. Oh, wow. Less formal, more laughs. How many people would have been there? 450, 500. Gee, that's a big room. And it was pumping. That's a big event. Yeah. Maxie Gorn, Simon Goodwin. Wow. Uh, I, I 
took the mantle and went up and did a little tradie spot for us just to did tell you? the room. Uh, I'm sorry, I was, I was otherwise engaged. With Dimmer. With Dimmer. Yep. So, no, it was a great grand final day. Awesome game. And now we are uh, thinking about trades. All right, we, and we're going to do a special edition of the whiteboard. I'll explain that shortly. Before that, we've got some tickets remaining for our exclusive Tradies Lunch. And just for our podcast listeners, our Tradies listeners, we've got a code which gets you 40% off the $200 ticket. Do, we, do you know what the code is? Is it your Warcraft code for your PlayStation? Is it my Warcraft code for my PlayStation? so much fucking wrong with that sentence. <laughs> What do you- I have had three friend requests on Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And one of the friend requests just said, Tradies! <laughs> For those that missed it, you oh, are a gamer. Xbox One. Xbox yes. One. Okay. PlayStation. Anyway, no, that's not the code. The code for the lunch is just quickly. Just quickly. So all- <laughs> I love when you say it. It gives me tingles. <laughs> um, just one word, just quickly. So use that code when buying tickets. It gets you 40% off. It is Friday, October 13. So what's that make it? Friday week in the middle of trade period, Hotel Collingwood. The ticket gets you three-course lunch and all drinks included and some inner sanctum goss from the chief and the non-chief. I've been inundated by friends telling me they can't wait to attend this because you couldn't make it to a few drinks I had for my 30th Mm. and you're not on social. So I've got friends trying to get in touch with you and this is the first chance this Hotel Collingwood lunch to get in touch with Sam in the flesh face-to-face. Every time you send me feedback about me, it's always a backhander. Every time it's all, no, no, from like your friends. Oh, a friend sent me this. Oh, geez, I, I didn't really know Sam. I did thought he'd be a bit of a dickhead, but he actually sounds okay. This is the tradies community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly strong reputation for people. Friday, that don't know me. October 13. Yes. 10 days from now, four days at the time left in the trade period, it'll be going off. Okay. So Mitch and I have had a bit of fun with putting together uh, our own individual whiteboards. What we're going to do is combine all our names and split them up into three categories, which are Mitch. In play, yep. Okay, so 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 guys that are talking to clubs, talking to clubs, ones to watch throughout the trade period who haven't yes yet requested a trade formally, but probably looking at leaving, looking at leaving, weighing up their options. Right now in the final stages of do I stay, do I go? Okay, so in play next, then requested guys like Radaglia, Mackay. We'll get to the more of the names, but these are guys who have officially told their clubs, I want to move either as a free agent or a traded player, and then there's the rest, ones to watch. We're calling them. Okay, and we can get rid of some of those if both of us think that they're probably just staying. It's a ceremonial. But if one of us wants to keep the player on the whiteboard. Okay. I'm Any make, stealing I'm and stuff the, like that? Like you stole James Harms a few weeks ago? Well, I didn't steal James Harms. You just put him up there and forgot about him, and I, I gave the real update. He was sitting there nicely. We had to wait. I saw he was uh, speaking today. He admitted that he's been told to look around. So. Yeah, I saw that repurposed in the uh, newspapers as some sort of breaking news. Anyway, listen to the tradies. You'll get it in first. Yep. Uh, and for those names who don't make it on the whiteboard, we might have like a, a ceremonial burning. Like, you know, tradies, when they knock off on a Friday, get the 44-gallon drum, sit around, have a beer, around like a little fire, around the camp, the uh, the work site. Wait, what? I was going to say campfire. <laughs> is this, work, is this know, actually work what they site. do? I've never been near a work site, but this is what I'm hearing from mates. I think there there's never like been two people in Australia <laughs> less qualified to know what tradies do on a Friday night when they knock off, but I don't think they ceremoniously burn things. <laughs> wow. Well, I reckon there might be a few. Maybe when we go to the pub yeah. after trade period and do our final episode, yeah. we can we can burn a few. Like I'll have to burn Dusty. That that would be emotional for me. He's not staying on one to watch. He's no, nah, he's no. Nah. You've got to take him off. Okay, let's go through it. Mitch, so in play, who you got? Tom Duday. Right now weighing up Brisbane or Collingwood. 
as of today, clubs expecting in the next 48 hours he will make a decision. Brisbane or Collingwood still looking like leaving the Crows. I've got the Lions in front. That was the word grand final morning. Nothing yet has suggested to me otherwise. So I'm expecting due date to the Lions unless the Pies can twist his arm late. Okay. Zach Fisher, uh, almost certain to go to North Melbourne. Yep. Wants increased playing time. I think they're looking at a position for him off halfback. They lock his versatility to go forward. Carlton are keen on keeping him, but also know that they can't offer him the guarantee of senior games that somewhere like North Melbourne can. I expect that deal to happen. Ivan Soldo at Richmond, contracted for one more year. The power are keen on him. They're trying to twist Richmond's arm to let him go. The Tigers let him look around last year. Now it looks like they're trying to keep him. He is definitely in play this trade period. Is Dev Robinson going to West Coast? 50-50 call for me. Two-year deal to stay at Brisbane. Do you sort of stick around, stick with what is a, a probably one of the best playing lists in the comp, if not the best? Or do you go back to West Coast for more cash, longer contract, back home? That's a line ball call for me, but he's definitely in play. Paddy Dow, another blue who we expect to leave. Um, played some good senior footy late in the year, but St Kilda have come knocking. Funnily enough, Stephen Silvani was the man that drafted him inside the top 10. Um, now it's now it's St Kilda and also Sydney, I believe, he's meeting with them later this week. He is. He's overseas at the moment with a crew, including Sam Walsh and a few of the Carlton boys. Oh, well, where are they? Half your luck. I don't know. Uh, didn't get the trip over. Um, right. I reckon, yeah, I reckon he'll meet with the Swans later this week before the Carlton BNF on Sunday. Dylan Shield? Yeah, this is an interesting one. We spoke all year about Darcy Parrish and what happens with Essendon's midfield. They've got so many options in there, and Shield could be the one to, to sort of tip out. He's got links to Gubby and Sauster on his Giants days. Are the Saints looking around for that explosive burst midfielder? Foot is troubles. he that anymore, though? This is my issue with the Saints, is that like they're always saying how they want class on the outside and they've got a lot of the same sort of inside grunt midfielders, mm. which we know like Steele has been a star in that role for a while. I thought Crouch's season as that inside mid – um, you know, getting a lot of disposals play was actually pretty strong. Yeah, Shield has never been like he's 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 never been the guy you want the ball in his hands going inside fifty. It's not a knock on Dylan Shield, by the way. It's plenty of gun midfielders haven't made great kicks. Yeah, but why does he suit their needs? He's more explosive than Steele and Crouch, though, isn't he? And yeah, Cross. yeah, but he's he's coming towards yeah. the end. I don't know. It's just it just doesn't feel. You know, sometimes mm. clubs and players don't feel right. Yeah. Sheil and St Kilda don't feel right. Mateus Philippo hopefully is that guy in years to come as that explosive mid at the Saints. But, yeah, it's, it is it is in play, though, one to watch. Uh, Marbjord Chol? I think it's down to Hawthorne and Adelaide for Marbjord Chol. He won't be at the Suns next year. I don't think it's more the – I don't think it's necessarily the dimmer factor that dimmer's coming in, Chol's going out. It's more Jed Walter will come in the top five of the draft. Couldn't get a game this year. Unlikely to get a game next year. There's a few clubs looking at him. I think it's down to Hawthorne and Adelaide for Marbjord Chol. Two years left on his deal at the Suns, but he will be moving. I'm putting another one on in play. We can move him up from from where he was. Jade Gresham. Oh yes, who who might end up be being part of this sort of swap with him? Mm. Almost certainly going to Essendon. Yeah, as a free agent. I've got the S. Yeah, Essendon's definitely in front for Jade Gresham. So he goes there as a free agent, and then they manipulate the system mm. with Shield in a trade. Potentially, yeah. I don't like that. I don't, I don't, don't want to get, get caught in this. But the system's there to be manipulated, though. Yeah, it's like what's happening with. With Mackay. I know I kind of threw the toys out of the cot and lost my shit last week about it, but <laughs> not for the first time on that on that issue. I like Essendon and North Melbourne are basically now like, you know, trying to mm. come to some sort of like you've got North Melbourne are basically trying to negotiate with the AFL as to what the compensation is. Yeah. Because oh we've been so bad for so long and help us out and Essendon are like, well, we don't want you to get picked three, so we're just gonna offer you less. And then it came out, you know, in the last forty eight hours that oh, because he's actually a year older year 
he's not he's as old as we thought younger. because yeah. he's a few months younger in the draft. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. The whole thing just feels ick now. Ick. Ick. I've got, yeah. the, I've got the ick about, about the Mackay thing. Mm. It just makes so much sense for me. Yes, the Brad Scott influence is there. Why do Essendon need to give up a pick? They just go and give a bit of extra money. I'm going to sound like a broken record. What? So, and then a team that hasn't won a final in 20 years just just allows a team that's already got extra help from the AFL in the last week to get pick three and potentially zoom past them in a couple of years. Would you rec- Would you rather, Christ. if you're Essendon, forget the Brad Scott North influence, an extra hundred grand off your book? They're already they've got heaps of cash. I don't want North getting pick three. Or do you want to lose your pick? 15, 20 or whatever. I don't, want North, I, don't, I don't want North getting picked through. They, they, you're asking the wrong question. They should be able to do both. He's not an $800,000 player. I don't I don't think he is either. Yeah. Free agents get paid. So a free agent's the one where you don't have to trade. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, I'm not going to get stuck on this. Uh, requested. Let's fly through these. We know about Brody Grundy. He's going to Sydney. They just need to work out what pick. Yep. Radaglia. Yep. Five-year deal at Port. Five-year deal for Radaglia. What's he getting paid? Well, there was interest in the market. So you've got, you got to give up. Keybacks are the new. What's he getting paid? <laughs> I don't claim. I haven't seen the contract. I reckon it's around five fifty to six fifty a year. Okay, Ben Mackay going to Essendon. We don't exactly know what the combo is going to be. Goldstein also going to Essendon. Yeah, Sam Draper's groin surgeries. One to watch on that front. Coaching after his playing contract. Tyler Brockman to West Coast. And I failed to mention a few weeks ago. So we're talking about what these guys are worth. I should I've got plenty of feedback about this online. The Hawks won't be able to ask for a great deal in that deal because the mid-season draft aspect, same with Dev Robertson, if he happens to go from Brisbane to West Coast, the leverage for teams at the top of the draft, like West Coast and North Melbourne, they've got more leverage on these trades because the threat of the pre-season draft. Because they're out of contract. Yeah, they're right. out of contract. So the, they, those clubs can just walk there. So Hawthorne, I think Brockman's- You're talking about the pre-season, not the mid-season. Yes, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, the pre-season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And then Liam Henry. Yeah. Now, let me say this very, very clearly. If St. Kilda's offer for Liam Henry is a future third-round pick- Is someone saying that? Okay. That's what, I've, that's what I've read. What? If I am Fremantle, <laughs> I am physically getting the scissors and cutting the phone lines so I cannot be contacted by St. Kilda. <laughs> On the other hand, if St. Kilda get Liam Henry for a future third-round pick, they, whatever the nicest bottle of champagne is in the world, a case of that should be- Hand delivered by Simon Lethley, their CEO, <laughs> to Soss and Gubby. Everything I know about Peter Bell that tells be me that that is not going to be a future third round. All time, the blokes a gun. I agree. Please. I haven't read that. That's okay, ones to watch. Zach Fisher, we've got him over there in play, so we'll put him over there. Your first fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Partly claim that. Ralph Smith, I put him on early. I'm taking him off. Thank God. He was Be- he was not exciting. He- <laughs> <laughs> I got he, excited because he, he created, always read the Giants last he year. He created absolutely <laughs> no buzz. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Well, I got excited because Kingsley was keen on him last year at the Giants, but I think his he, season – I think we put the mods on him ever since we put him on the whiteboard. Oh, he, he didn't God. kick on. I think he might stay, though, at the Tigers. So he's off. Okay. Don't put him down the bottom. Don't. I want, he's like, completely off. Throw him away. Thank you. You, you literally threw it away. Okay, this one. I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you oh, mention this. This is emotional for me, Dusty. What are we yeah. doing? With can you? I? Can I have it? Can I? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it in my pocket, and we're going to have the ceremonial burning in, in the pub. <laughs> if that's what tradies do. 
This was another piece of gold from you during the year. <laughs> the Hawthorne mid-tiers, like CJ and... When Hawthorne were going shit. Yeah, well, you know, early in the year you have to come up with stuff to yeah. talk about. <laughs> Apologies okay. to those listening to Ep 6. Just fast forward through that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Hawks mid-tiers, just throw that away. That's, yeah, garbage. I don't mind this one as a little... Whitfield, yeah. He got talked about for a while. Yeah. He ended up being the best halfback flanker in the in the comp the second half of the year. His second half was epic. Yeah. What's, what are we doing with Whitfield? Um, no, nah, he's off. Off? He's staying. Throw him away. Wingard's re-signed. Silvani's re-signed. Yep. These are a few of yours, I think. <laughs> oh, bullshit. <laughs> no, they're mine. <laughs> Sean Darcy. No, 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 no. No, keep him. He's, he's staying? No, no. As a one to watch? He's one to watch. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think, Geelong, I think Geelong are very interested. This year? Yep. Okay. But Geelong don't like overpaying, and Freer at that stage where they're not going to let someone like that go for, unless it's for a big bounty. Yeah. Elliot Yo, I still I still have there. Mm. I know that clubs like Gold Coast have asked the question. He's still got a year left, very loyal at the West Coast Eagles, but I think the right offer could tempt them. Do you think one of these West Coast guys tips out? We spoke all year about Brass. He asked Sydney about a trade, then he changed his mind. Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like it's a possibility. Yeah. It's something we spoke about during the year, and we've sort of just, you know, darling, yo, gaff. Yep. Something going on. I don't know. Right. Just, just ones to. You'd think they might tip one out. Right. Aranzi Yo. Yeah, keep him there. Yeah. I wonder if he gets delisted or if someone ends up. I just feel like he finds him, himself at a third club, but potentially after the trade period. I don't know if anyone would need to pay for him. Tom Barras. We spent a lot of minutes on this guy. You did. Yep. He's told West Coast he's staying. I'm keeping him on the ones to watch. Oh. <laughs> He's changed his mind twice before. Wow. You're not believing Tom. Oh, well. Tom, if you're listening, I apologize. It's a long time between now and Wednesday in three weeks. You'll keep it in there. Okay. Bailey what? Smith. No, no. He's still there. He's staying? Oh, no, no. He's staying on. Ones to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my, my understanding is that Hawthorne have not given up the chase. That for is, this year. That is my understanding. He's got one year left on his contract. And they're still willing to part with pick three for him. What else will they get back? Just pick three on its own. Pick three. That's heavy, isn't it? Well, ha- hang on. He's 22, isn't he? Yeah. What what pick was he? Pick six. Pick seven or something, yeah. So I, I'm always a big one for picking the guy you know. Mm. You, you He's a known quantity at AFL level, right? Pardon me. And you're going to get 10 years out of him. So versus pick three, which could be hit or miss. Bailey Smith was one of the best players in the competition not so long ago. Yeah. I know he's had his issues since then, but... Oh, I like him as a player. I just think pick three is a lot. When you look at the top three, you've got Harley Reid will go one. Yeah, unknown. Dan Curtin, Colby McKercher. There's some stars If Harley Reid ends up being as good as Bailey Smith, then they'll be happy with pick one. I think he'd be better than Bailey Smith. How do you know, though? He's you've never, seen, you've never seen him play against AFL players? I've seen him play VFL footy, and he was impressive playing doesn't VFL footy. Doesn't matter, VFL. Doesn't matter. Okay, let's see. Taron Thomas. Is it Taran or is it Taran? I asked him this and he said one side of his family calls him Taran, the other side calls him Taran. Well, fuck, that's confusing. So I'm going Taran. I'm going Taran on the other side of his family. (laughs) Everyone tells me he's staying. Now, he met Brad Scott or at least had a conversation with Brad Scott. Yep. This time last year, we all thought Jason Horn francis was staying at North Melbourne. Yeah, we were told Clarko had been appointed. Consistently. All Australian night, I remember Jason Horn francis being interviewed and said, I've met with Clarko, I'm staying, I love North Melbourne, I want to stay for the final year of my contract. A few weeks later, the day before the trade period, he requested a trade to Port Adelaide. His manager is Ben Williams, the same man that manages Taran Thomas. Now, I, th- I still think Taran Thomas will be at Arden Street, but it's not enough for me to take him off my ones to watch. So he's staying for now. I like it. Solid argument. Himmelberg's off. He's re-signed. Yep. James Warple re-signed. Brody Kemp. 
has yeah, re-signed? I think they were all mine. TDK, Fife. Also mine. James Harms. Ooh, that's the one I stole. We're putting him in play on the other side. He's meeting with other clubs. Yeah. Adam Uze, influence at Richmond. Yeah. Yeah, massive, massive fans of each other. Harms and Uze, very close. So he'd be favourite to go to Richmond, I would say. Fagan took Hodge to Brisbane. Adam Simpson took Xavier Ellis to West Coast. Could yep. he be the one? Yep. Nick Haynes. Year left on his deal at big money. I don't think anyone will touch him at that coin unless it ends up being a deal like it was for uh, the son that went to Bose. Yeah, for Bose, which becomes a salary drop. Yeah. I don't think dump. the Giants' salary cap is in a situation enough where that needs to happen. In saying that, I'm keeping him on ones to watch. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely, he's definitely saying that. There'd be a few clubs. It's the year of the intercept key back. So, and with what they've got down there, Iden, Buckley, Sam Taylor coming, you know, luckily they gave up a first round pick four a few years ago. He's still making his way. I think there could be something to play out with him. Adam Tomlinson, we spent a lot of time on during the year, had been told to look around. Now they're he keeping him. He thought he was him. going, yeah. Yeah. Brandon Parfit, I think sort of stays, but I'm going to keep him there. Okay. Then Harley Reid. Ooh. Pick one. Yep. So. Your man who you said you know is going to be better than Bailey Smith. Let's, uh, let's revisit that when Tradies is six years in. Having watched him once at AFL level. I've been to a few VFL games. Have you? A VFL games? Yes. Okay, slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> so North Melbourne is chasing pick one off West Coast. North Melbourne right now have picked two, 14 via Port Adelaide, 19. They've got their own next year's first rounder. Then they've got 19 and 20 if from they the get, AFL. If they get pick three from Mackay, I'm going to lose my shit. So they got two, fourteen, nineteen. Next year's first nineteen and twenty, and could get the Mackay pick at pick three. It's it's absolute madness. It's like a club's been disbanded and they're starting a new one. At a minimum, they'll get an end of first rounder for Mackay. Yeah, but that, okay, that's slightly less. Well, that's slightly good hand already. Palatable, slightly. They can't be given pick three for Mackay. It's not right. I was told today North Melbourne. Obviously, they want pick one from West Coast, but then they're also if they get that, then they'll turn their attention to Gold Coast's pick four, which is yep. also on the market. Given yep. the Suns need to get rid Suns of Suns need to get picks, rid of it for their for academy picks points. Yep. Now, I think the Bulldogs are still in front because the Suns, I expect to do this early. So North Melbourne will spend their time in the trade period looking at pick one. While they're doing that, I don't think Gold Coast is in a position to wait for North Melbourne. Right. So I think the Suns most likely will do the deal with the Bulldogs who have pick 10, 17, and a future first on the on the table for pick four. So sorry, just catching up. The Suns, you think, are most likely to deal pick four with the Dogs? Yes. Right. Explain while, that again. While North Melbourne go chase pick one off West Coast. Right. The Suns need to get rid of it. The Dogs need to get rid of 10 and 17 because they'll be, if they keep them, 10 and 17 at the Dogs, they'll be absorbed by a pick early, a, a bit early for Jordan Croft, the son of son Matthew of Croft. Matthew. So it sounds like a lot, 10, 17 and a future first. So when do they four. think well, the bid will come for Croft? Somewhere between four and 17. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a lot, but they need to get rid of it too, the Dogs. Yep. And then what I expect them to happen is Gold Coast will then get 10, 17 and a future first then I expect Gold Coast to split 10 with a club like Adelaide or Sydney, another club that might move up because the, the Suns won't keep 10. So ultimately, do you think West Coast or North end up having pick one? Oh. Don't do a Matthew Richardson and say 50-50. If North Melbourne want it bad enough, they'll get it. They've got so much, so many assets. What do you reckon? <clears throat> I think West Coast don't want to take Reed with pick one. So I think they'd rather trade it but make sure they get two and something else. Yeah, for the WA kid, Curtin. Yeah. But the the game of chicken is an interesting one here because if I'm north, I'm calling West Coast Bluff and just feeling, like, I don't think you're going to pick him. I think we're going to get him at two. 
Mm. I don't think West Coast will pick him. Even though into the, tra- the draft, I think they're, they're scared. One. All the sounds he's made about not wanting to go there, which have not died down, by the way. Right. Despite everyone's best attempts. Um, anything else for the whiteboard? Uh, which of these names should we be looking at? There's a few up there that we're sort of uh, keeping an eye on. Dill Stevens, I expect to get from Sydney to North Melbourne. Brandon Zerk Thatcher. I read today that Essendon's asked for a first round of four. Essendon have asked for a first rounder for Brandon Zerk Thatcher. That's what I read today. Goodness me. Uh, Elliot Himmelberg. Elijah Holland's going to Carlton. They've got interest in him, yeah. Right. So the Suns. To play where? As a mid. In front of who? Yeah, that's the that's the point. I don't know. Is Elijah Holland's a better player than Paddy Dow? I think Carlton have stamped Paddy Dow's papers. Why? So weird. Mm. Why not keep him as a depth midfielder? Well, Paddy will just say, I'll go for opportunity. Now, I know you've got a big nuts and bolts to come. Before we get to that, Clayton Oliver. Mm. Whopping deal left at Melbourne. Interesting yep. season yep. through injuries. And, you know, he didn't bounce back to his best form. Yep. His name's come up that clubs might start to look at him. Where do you see this one? Yeah, this one has been on the cards for the best part of three months, I reckon. When he was in the middle of um, really struggling to deal with his ongoing hamstring issue. And I think the club was struggling to deal with him. Now, it's it's sort of widely known that Clayton's a unique person and, you know, list managers and coaches will tell you that every play is different and that's mm. what running a footy club it makes so different is that, you know, they're all flesh and blood but they've all got their own idiosyncrasies that come with them like any humans do in any workplace. Clubs embrace that more than ever now. That's right. And, you know, the difference is that a lot of workplaces aren't necessarily dealing with 18 to 35-year-olds who are all sort of, you know, growing up at different rates and have, have different priorities in life. Clayton's is one of those unique individuals and he was really struggling with his injury and didn't disagree with everything that the club put him through with um, his rehabilitation and, you know, the club were sort of trying to hold him at bay and make sure that the rehab was done as, as well as possible. Um, you know, we know that Clary already looked around – um, when he met with David Teague a few years ago, he and Christian Petrarca didn't always see eye to eye. They found a way to work together. And um, yeah, I think if you had asked me three months ago, I would have said that Melbourne would would trade for him. Six years left at a million bucks. And mm. they're thinking, okay, well, you know, how much longer have we got of of Clayton? Six years, million, it's a lot of money. What could we get for him? Two top 10 picks. I think it's, it's now just got to the point where, you know, everything's hunky-dory again. These sort of situations arise with clubs and players more than people think that they do, potentially not with million-dollar superstars. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a 0.1% chance of happening because how could Melbourne turn around and sell yeah. that you're getting rid of a guy that you just signed for seven years at a million bucks? He's, he's potentially on track to be one of the three most decorated Melbourne players in the club's history. Like, he's that good. He's a generational player. And, you know, unless Carlton turned around and said, we'll give you Harry Mackay, like, it just doesn't make sense. Why why are two top 10 picks helping Melbourne now when their window is now? So for a myriad of reasons, I would... I would say that it just won't happen. Well, that was my next question. They stacked up okay when he was out of the side with the hamstring injuries. They yeah. won enough games. Yeah. And their issue is forward of the ball in the key forward post. What if they were to get a Harry Mackay or what if that was to what if they were to be able to create a win win or you just think Yeah, but it's the, too blue, much. the blues wouldn't blues would say we love Clayton, but what why would we trade you a key forward for a midfield that's already pretty stacked? Yeah. Oh I'm just plus plus why are you trading him? You know, like 
what's what's the catch here? Yeah. That's the other thing. So, yeah, I know he's been talked about a bit, and I understand why. I just don't think it'll happen. Yep. Just before we get to the nuts and bolts. Just quickly. Really quickly. Just quickly. Just quickly. Dude, we spoke about him. I expect that to come in the next 48 hours. It's going to be interesting to see what happens and spins off the back of that. So Joel Hamling has interest from a few clubs, Sydney being one of those. He's got an offer from Fremantle at the moment. There's a few clubs in Victoria having a look at him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pies missed out on Dude if they had a look, but Swans are into him as well. And then someone like a Tim O'Brien, who is a delisted free agent, I think the f- the key back will start to move a bit when Dude makes his decision uh, in the next 48 hours. Nice. Let's get to this. Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back. Third time lucky. My third time drafted in my life. I'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names. Not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchin, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna. Some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Aaron Phillips, to play as a wildcard. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Aaron down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. Okay, so given what is happening with Melbourne at the moment and given what's happened with Ben Brown, I thought we'd take you back to the way that Melbourne actually got Ben Brown out of North. Uh, we know that Ben's three years through a four-year contract at Melbourne. He's got significant knee problems. Yep. There's been conversations with his management around what we do in the future. Um, that's going to play out in the next few weeks. We hope that Ben can play on, but it doesn't um, necessarily look that great. Anyway, September 2020. It's a really interesting time. Ben Brown's 27. He's out of contract, but he's not a free agent. In 2017, 18, and 19, he kicked more than 60 goals in a season in each three of those seasons. He kicked more than Jeremy Cameron did and more than Tom Hawkins in that three-year period. By the way, those two players won a Coleman in that time. So it just goes to show, for a team that wasn't particularly doing that well, he was kicking a lot of goals. Then 2020, he gets struck down by injury. He's struggling with form. Reece Shaw comes in as coach. They're playing a different way. Eight goals in nine games in 2020. Now, at the start of the 2020 season, North Melbourne have a three-year contract offer to Ben on the table worth $750,000 a year. He's out of contract this time? He's, well, he's coming to the end of – but the start of that out-of-contract year. Yep. They offer that deal. Brown and his management say, no, we want a longer-term deal. We want four or five. That impasse goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And how old is he at this stage? He 27. Yeah. So, so that takes a, him to 30, 31. So he's a decent age. Yeah. Like he's, he's, in the, he's in the right window. Now, North, you might remember during this time, just let me take you back, you're going through a big list overhaul. Brady Rawlings is the head of footy, Reece Shaw, the new coach, and they've both both come in and said, we're going to take a hardline approach with players. So the week before it comes out that they're telling Ben, hey, your services are no longer required, they delist 11 players, mm. two of whom are on the in the leadership group. Jamie McMillan and Jasper Pittard, they also delist Magic Door, which was seen as, at the time as a little bit heartless given that they'd sort of aided his road to recovery and he made that amazing game back to play and then they cut him. Mason Wood was one of those, I think, who's now yep. playing good footy at St Kilda. Yeah. It was a real sort of changing the guard feel for North Melbourne. Then this is where the controversy happens. North go to Adam Ramanowski as his manager and Ben and sit him down and say, look, we've had this contract offer on the, on the table for you for a long time now. We feel like we've been disrespected. We're taking it off the table. 
go have a look around for other clubs because you won't be here next year. So three by seven fifty. Yep. Which takes him to be a third year old. So his management makes three calls the Hawks, the Suns, and the Pies. The Hawks' immediate response is no. The Pies are interested, but they've got a really tight cap at that time. Remember what was about to happen with the fire sale? They've got more and Dugowie both out of contract and both receiving interest from rival clubs. So they've got a little bit more on their plate than Ben Brown. And the Suns don't mind the idea, but they're just wondering if Brown's arrival might upset the young Ben King, who they kind of want to make the key forward from the get-go. Ultimately, it wasn't until late in the tra- later in the trade period that Melbourne came along and said, actually, we could use you, and if we get you at the right price, why not? I think at the time, Tom McDonald was coming off a back injury yep. as well, so there was some doubts on what happened with his long-term future. Obviously, he came back to, to win a flag. Yep. And in the... the um, the decision-making that North and their list management team made to say to Ben, hey, don't worry. There was part of the fact that they felt disrespected about the contract offer being on the table for a long time. But also, Reece Shaw was adamant that he wanted to bring a Sydney style where he worked before game plan to North, which was more um, contest to contest. And that Ben, as that lead-up, hit-up player that liked fast ball movement, wasn't necessarily going to be the player that could bring the ball to ground like a lot of powerhouse key forwards. Simon Goodwin in Melbourne came along and said, well, that's fine. We want to move the ball quickly. We can use you as a, as a hit-up forward. So he gets offered a four-year contract with Melbourne. Now it's at less money than North were going to pay him, but he gets the security of that extra year. The Kangas get pick 26, 33, and a future fourth. Melbourne get Brown, 28, and a future fourth. So swap a future fourths. Essentially, what it means is that Brown's value was a, somewhere a pick in between 25 and 30. Yeah. Now, we all know what happened. Ben Brown played in a flag for Melbourne in his 13th game for his new club. It hasn't necessarily been um, all rosy since then. And even in that year, he got dropped a number of, uh, I think, two done two occasions before playing in the grand final team. He's an interesting player, Ben. He's kicked one bag of 10, one bag of seven, and four bags of six. There's not many players... Mm. Around Now, he's probably not going to reach 200 games, but he played in preliminary finals in his first two years at North Melbourne, and in his latter years, he's going to end up playing in a flag for Melbourne. Yeah. It's a pretty good resume for a guy that wasn't necessarily seen to be a world beater for a lot of his career, and yet his statistics would say otherwise. Just going back to that time with North Melbourne, so you say three by 750 is on the table. Was yep. it completely pulled at the end or was it reduced or it just said, pulled. We're, we're, we're saying we're, we're happy to we're explore? Out. We're out. Just and a big backflip, isn't it? Yep. Oh, you don't hear that too often. No. No. And that's why I know it's not the bigger names that you and I have been doing in Nuts and Bolts. Oh, he's a premiership player. For, um, for a lot of the year. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because it was at this time, like we're talking about the last week of September, mm. they came out and said, nah. in fact, you know, that whole contract, it's off. Yeah. And so I just wanted to bring up something. And given that he's been in the news and it sounds like he might not play on next year or they're coming to some sort of negotiation, I'm not sure about his knee, but we hope he's okay. Um, And I actually, in the last week of September, when I was writing the story about it, I ended up ringing Ben directly and he answered. It was about half an hour before I went on with Jared Healy on on Sports Day, a show that you used to work on. And uh, I didn't expect him to answer. And I could hear his, his kids in the background and I just put the story to him about how North have pulled the offer and he couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. He was like, oh, look, Sam, look, I really appreciate the off, um, the opportunity to talk about it. Like, thank you for ringing me. I'll look out for the article, but I prefer not to comment at this time. If you want if you want any, anything on the record, probably give Adam my manager a call. Like, that's exactly how he said it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
He's a lovely guy. He is. Had great dealings with him, just even, you know, around the club or even, you know, the odd doorstop we have to do. And yeah, yep. fantastic fella. So that was a great nuts and bolts. Shows the uh, smaller, delicate tighter nature of nuts contract and bolts. talks. Yeah. Now, this is a DM, uh, just quickly, that I've been sent directly. I know you're not on social, so people have come to me with this. A little tradies conspiracy, a little exclusive that's hit my inbox. Take it away, Scotty. Just quickly, I was listening to your discussion last week about players that have left their original club and later ended up back there. And it reminded me of something that's always fascinated me about this topic. Just how many of these situations have involved the Fremantle Football Club? Either coming or going. Trent Crowe, Adam McPhee, Chris Tarrant, Josh Carr, Heath Black, Peter Bell, Brad Wirra. So I guess my question is, pure coincidence or something more mystic at play? Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. That came from with Tom. With the, the X-Files theme song at the we end. We didn't edit that in. He's done that all himself. What, that wasn't our producer Scotty doing no, that? that? Tom has sent that in with the edited file like that. I like his thinking. Have there, that, have there been that many players that yeah. have left free and then come back? Yep. That's amazing. I never thought of that. Which takes me to this year's trade period. Could we see something else happen in that space? Like who? Joel Hamley. Joel Hamley. Joel Ham- Thank you, Scotty. He's there, though. But could he go back to Geelong or the Bulldogs? Lockie Neal. Ooh, it almost happened. It almost happened. Jesse Hogan. Ooh, they need a key forward. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We'll keep our ears to the ground, Tom. Thanks for that just quickly memo. Mitchell, good stuff. Um, so just a reminder for all of our listeners, hopefully I regain my voice by next week, um, we've got the trade period starts on Monday. We'll have – a big episode coming out on Wednesday morning, like we usually do, in the middle of the first week. We've then got our big tradies lunch. Yep. Which you can use the just quickly code to get 40% off at Hotel Collingwood on Friday. And then we're going to do an episode each night of the last three days of trade. Oh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then on the final Friday, when it's all said and done, you and I are going to head to the front bar somewhere, sink a couple of pots, tell some war stories from the trade period do a ceremonial burning of some magnets and wipe the whiteboards clean. Oh, can we put up a few for next year? What's what's the spray they use to get rid of stuff? Is it, what are the tradies? I don't know. I actually don't. It's the same same gear as my 44 gallon drum. I actually, I don't, I I barely even clean my own apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a cleaner? I have a cleaner, yep. What? No, I just. Don't, don't, don't start this, Mr. Middle Park. Don't, no. don't go down that road. No. Do you have a cleaner? No. Really? Do you do any of the cleaning? I do a bit, yeah. Yeah, what what's, what's do you go to? Vacuuming. <laughs> Cleaned the whole kitchen last night, actually. Oh, I'm a Microwave, big- Microwave. Yeah. I, stove my, top. My kitchen has to be- I'm one of those, I can't go to bed with a dirty kitchen. Oh, yeah, but like a deep clean. Oh, a deep clean? Yeah. And Kate, I didn't do that just so I could mention on the show. It was just- Nah, was just so I lived a deep clean up to the, the yeah. pros. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> okay, we really finished on a high note. Thanks, everyone. Show notes. Don't forget, tradies lunch. Yes. Next Friday. Can you make sure that you're referred to by Chief for the rest of the week, please? Okay, I'll do my best. Chief Football Writer. Uh, Chief. <laughs> Shit. Chief Channel 7 Football Journalist. What, what's your reporter? Chief Football Reporter at yep. 7. Mitch Clear. Who's, rep- who's coming in, by the way? Who's going to work under you? I'm not sure. 
Oh, that's you're a bad liar. You are a bad liar. Who is it? I honestly, male or female? I honestly do not know. I I don't believe you. Even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, I knew that. How many times do you hear that during trade period from someone? Uh, yeah, a few times. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, follow Tradies on Spotify or iHeart or subscribe on iTunes wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember, Mitch is always available on socials at Cleary underscore Mitch. Or you can hit us up on the Tradies Instagram and TikTok accounts at Tradies Podcast. Thank you for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, it would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share it with your friends. So if you want to get in touch, share feedback, suggestions, or to advertise with one of our podcasts, then simply email hello at producey.com. Thanks for tuning in.